0: three episodes of this podcast is how are you being so productive this far into lockdown which I thank you all for your acknowledgement is my motivation but this is why I am super excited to bring someone onto today's show who I think is being more productive than ever a first dates legend a virtual workout coach for the ages it's Joey Curran everyone hey bradley hey joey i I love i love people's reactions after i do that little bit because no one's like expecting the all the like glory
1: (laughs) no i wasn't expecting any of that glory but
0: people can call me a legend if they want i don't mind i think i think (laughs) i think you're a legend in many different ways joey at least at disney i was like do you guys know joey and i'm like oh who's joey and then it's like oh the legend i loved it also you're drinking prosecco you said right um absolutely that's what i, I like mean to we hear. are br-
1: we're brunching right so exactly
0: exactly so no other way to do it it's either prosecco or mimosa i mean something with prosecco in it it's like is yeah
1: good. and i mean it's me it's that's just the standard in my life at the moment so i mean i'm guessing you've
0: know. you got more i'm guessing you've got more than one bottle there as well
1: Oh yeah, I've got another one in the fridge, it's chilling. So, but we'll see how we go with the first one. Otherwise,
0: yeah, good plan. Who knows where this <laughs> conversation will go exactly, exactly. So, obviously, this is brunching with Bradley. So, um other than the prosecco, what are you eating? Well, I've got a little bit. I've got a bit Mexican today, Bradley. Actually, Ooh, okay. um I've got a
1: little toasted tortilla, and then on that, I've got like a three bean Mexican bean thing um, with scrambled egg and avocado and a little bit of chili so it's kind of like a breakfast burrito if that's what we're going for i love that that's yeah crunchy. I mean that's
0: that's very brunchy as well isn't it like to have something that you might typically have at sort of like lunch or dinner but then think you know what I'm gonna have this for breakfast and that's what makes it brunch. exactly exactly
1: (laughs) if you chuck chuck some scrambled egg or something on it and it's brunch basically exactly
0: I mean add egg to any dish and it's basically brunch so yes so I'll be tucking into that don't you worry lovely lovely Well, i'm having um so i've gone i've gone quite um extensive with my recipe today and i thought I was gonna oh. it was going to be actually it actually turned out right so i've made homemade crumpets using the Warburtons. is it Warburtons? um recipe and i've added some ricotta and summer berries because i was feeling sweet and savory so i thought you know oh. what that's what i'm gonna go for oh yes
1: yeah, sweet and savory is always a winner
0: and you know what? I thought, how the hell am I gonna like, ba- I thought I'd basically be making um, pancakes when I was going to make crumpets. But they, I think the, the dried yeast makes it more, more, mm. like, obviously, like, pumps it up a little bit and gives it those lovely little, little holes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lush. I it is it's really good. Savory. It's really good and really refreshing. So, and obviously the Prosecco is just um, washing it down really nicely too, so. Well, yeah. Exactly. Can't go wrong, <laughs> exactly. So, um, how's lockdown been, Joe? I mean, the last time I saw you, we were loving the life in Epcot because you obviously were <sighs> and, uh, our friend Jess, and I was out with Hope, and um, it was nice that we got to like because I think that was the first time I'd seen you since um, our program, which would have been like probably two years or something, like in between time.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was about two years. Um... But yeah, it's it's been all right, you know. I mean, I'm actually really glad that I got to go on that holiday before lockdown happened, because it was very hit and miss if I was going to be going out, like, end of January, February time. And now this happened, I was so glad I went on that two-week holiday. So I literally got one in, and then two weeks after I got home, it was like, right, we're going into lockdown. I was like... I'm really lucky that I had that holiday. I still can't believe that.
0: Can you believe that was this year with everything that's happened? Like, can you actually believe that that happened, like, a few months that we went on holiday, that we were on holiday and, like, like, living the life a few months ago? It's mental.
1: I know, literally, walking around Epcot and Disney with a little margarita in my hand, (laughs) seeing each other, and it feels about (laughs) years ago, but it was literally February. But, yeah, apart from that, lockdown's been okay. you know... Keep keeping motivated trying to do some exercise and yeah eat and drink basically
0: i think that's all i think that's what we can do and i think the other thing that i'm like occupying my time with is looking at holidays for the future as well i'm like where else can i put a deposit on for for the next year
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't blame you i've been looking at everything any anywhere i'm gonna try and go this year if Literally. i can get anywhere this year
0: Oh yeah, and well, that's that's the thing. I'm mean, like, because f- flights to go to like Florida right now are super cheap for like November sort of time, October, November. And I'm thinking like fright nights would be awesome, like if it happens. Oh. But then you just can't, you can't like to take the risk and like lose. Like even it's what like I've, I've seen flights for like two hundred and twenty pounds on online. So
1: I know they want they want our money. That's what it is. So they're exactly. going to make it cheap to try and nip it in.
0: It's a risk I'm willing to take, Bradley, I'll tell you that Same here, same here, it's so worth it, (laughs) it's so worth the risk. Um, So what what was, right before lockdown, you were chaperoning, right, in theatre?
1: Yeah, so um, one of my jobs is, uh, yeah, chaperone in theatre. I've been doing it for, I've been doing it for quite a few years now, I think since 2012 or 13-ish, and then obviously I went to, I had the year in Florida, so I kind of missed the year out and then came back. Yeah, um, But I've worked on a couple of shows, but yeah, that was the kind of last little bit we done before the theatre's got shut down and we don't really know when they're going to open again. Um, so missing the show, missing the people working on the show and the kids that I look after. So um, yeah, it's been a bit rubbish really, but um, it is an amazing job and I really enjoy it. Um, I love being in all that theatre kind of stuff and backstage is, is really, really interesting, really interesting me. It it.
0: must like I'm. I think I'm feeling probably exactly the same as you because obviously I work at I work as a um like front of house supervisor in a theatre and it's just so weird not being in that environment every day because I do think once you are once you're engrossed in that to come out of it especially like we have to be social people and we have to like allow ourselves to be completely. Open to anything, like any problems that could happen. Always like working with the public and people. um So to come out of that and just be inside is just mental.
1: So weird. It's so weird. I mean, you get so used to being in the theatre and like that's like your kind of family. Everyone from like you said, like from the front of house to backstage, the orchestra, the actors. Like we all work together as a big team, Definitely. and it's just so weird that we're all just like, well, no one's no one could do anything really, like. I mean, luckily, I've got another job as well um, yeah. that I do. But I mean, for the actors and staff and the backstage crew, that that is their only job. I just feel a bit I feel super
0: scary. Time, isn't it? What is the day in the life of that sort of chaperone role?
1: Uh, uh, being a chaperone, um, yeah. so basically, we um, we're in charge of the the kids that are in. So any show that's got a child in it, um, you are basically their guardian uh, throughout the show. Um, so parents will drop them off at stage door, um, chaperones tend to get there about a half hour before that, but we get ourselves sorted and then basically once they're signed into the theatre, they're under our responsibility, um, we're there to make sure um, safeguarding is followed correctly, um, obviously because there's people over the age of 16 so we yeah. to make sure about that kind of stuff, we need to make sure they're on time for their like warm up calls, um, and make sure they're dressed and ready obviously dressers come in and do that for them um we're just there to take them down and then once we're downstairs we kind of get given um like a different role to do during the show so at Matilda we have um uh different plots uh depending on the staging so for example you can be stage left chaperone stage right under stage or front of house chaperone and it's basically Making sure you're with the kids at all times. So I might be on stage left. The kids might run off my side. I then need to run them to the back of the stage, under the stage, to the front of house, chaperone, who then runs them to the front of house so they can come through the audience. And you know that kind of making sure they got water if they hurt themselves, all that kind of stuff. That's um, great.
0: like I to think as much as with any show you watch a show and you do get lost like even working in theatre I think both of us could probably say that you do get lost in it sometimes you don't even think of all that going on but to think that when you've got a kid like a person under 16 in a show there's that entire added layer going on like you'd never think there was like you're in your late 20s right Joey yeah yeah, like I think there's like a twenty eight, twenty nine year old like running across the back of the stage with Matilda, like to get to the other side, like making sure she's got water. Like you just wouldn't think it'd be happening. No, exactly. And I mean, we have like twelve, thirteen
1: kids on at a time, three different groups of kids. Um, they work two weeks on and then have a week off, and they do four shows a week, mixed with another team. And I mean, it's just so crazy what you think goes on behind the scenes. There's like one scene where I literally have to. I have to do like ninja steps so I'm Brilliant, not in the way man. of anyone. I'm literally like right, step one step left, take one step back, step to the right, so like furniture can come through, an actor can come off, I can then get to the kid, the kid comes out. Like it's just That's it's mental. so good though because it's it's just so much fun.
0: Oh yeah, um, I can imagine.
1: The hours go so quick as well, so um you know, it's
0: not, it's not a bad little gig. No, I love it. I remember, like, I didn't even know that that was... I remember you spoke to me about it when we were in Florida um, in Feb, and I was just like, that's just mental. I didn't even think that all that went on. Like I said, I've, I've worked and, like, been in theatre for my whole life, and I didn't even know that aspect of it. Stupidly, I didn't know, but I didn't even know that aspect of it existed. So... It's really yeah. it's interesting to have that insight into it. Yeah, so um, obviously moving on to where we met, that was at Disney World, and I've spoken to um, Ellie Stedman and Sabs, uh, Sabrina, mm-hmm. I think you know Sabrina. Yeah, you all know Sabrina. Yeah. She worked there at the same time as I did, and you did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they've been on the show already, so uh, we won't go too much into the Disney side of things, but um, no. you did two programmes, didn't you? That, that was your second programme, the one that I was on.
1: Yes yes i've done two um, my first one was 2013 and then um obviously the one with you in 2017-18 yeah
0: um
1: yeah we met there and obviously you were in the same rival group as um my good friend l and obviously yeah. i knew Elle from homes and you were the same arrival group so then i kind of got to know you guys with uh, um
0: and yeah i don't know if you remember but i had so i didn't have hair he- i've got like haircut phobia like I don't I don't um I, I can't go to anyone but like the same hairdresser I've been with for years basically and do you remember you cut that you cut my hair maybe like three or four because that's one of Joey's many tricks that he knows how to cut hair <laughs> as well and do you remember how long my hair was Joey it was awful I remember I do <laughs> I remember you and I remember you saying about like
1: your, your hairdressing thing like you go to the same person it's just a bit and uh, yes, I did because I brought my stuff from home because I trained as a barber. Obviously, I'm a man of many talents, a master he of is. none of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't put um, yourself down.
1: But um, yeah, so I'd done I'd done that. So I've, and I remember you coming in and being like, "I need a haircut." I actually look back on our conversation the other day when we were talking on Facebook. Yeah, like, Winter did we? What was our first conversation? It's like
0: my hair. you <laughs> Please cut it. <laughs> It was okay, such yeah. such a mess. Honestly, I remember I didn't look. I remember not looking in your mirror until halfway through because you'd cut like you'd done half of it, or at least you'd cut half of it off before you started like styling it. And I remember looking at it, and I honestly looked like a half bald hedgehog. It was so bad. <laughs> the amount of hair. And the issue is my hair doesn't grow downwards; it grows completely outwards, and it's quite thin as well. But it just there's so much of it so just yeah. honestly it looks like I'm wearing like a toupee like when I, when <laughs> I get it so long, it's awful so I'm so thankful Aww. that you cut it but that was about four months into my program and then you left so I had to brave it I can I couldn't do that I again. know I was
1: literally
0: like I've only got a couple of months left you have to go
1: somewhere but, um, <laughs> it I, was was, all right. I mean that's what my hair's like now
0: yeah I mean my dad's cut mine twice I think during lockdown um but it's just I it's something that you really don't realize how much you need until you don't have it and you're like oh my god like this is a really bad situation because I look disgusting but um would you recommend going on a second program are you glad you did a second one well that was always um always the question
1: you ask yourself I think after your first one because you do have such an amazing time and then you think do I want to do a second one? Will it affect my first one? Will I compare it to my first one um but i, I personally um what didn't compare it at all. There were two completely different experiences. I was two completely oh, obviously not different people, but i'd no. grown up I'd grown up four years in between both yeah roughly um, <laughs> so I was a bit more you know a bit more I wasn't trying to be friends with like everybody there and i didn't want to try and, because when you first go you kind of want to try and please people oh 100
0: percent,
1: and be and you know try and do what everyone's doing but the second one i was kind of like do this today i'll do that tomorrow i'll kind of and you know what's going on so you kind of make it more of a life and a routine on your second one when we're on the first one you're just trying to do everything You're like, I need to go to all the parks. I need to do all the stay And you almost
0: feel guilty, don't you, when you don't do those things and then you end up being so exhausted that you don't end up enjoying the things that you're forcing yourself to do anyway. I don't think, I think, obviously, I know a couple of people that
1: have done too, and I don't think anyone's ever said that they didn't enjoy their second one because they were comparing it all the time. It's because you're with a completely new lot of people. So, again, you're getting different experiences through the people you're with. And, obviously, you're older than you was on your first one so maybe you've grown a little bit more from the first one as a person um but yeah I I I put them both in their different boxes not that I put things in boxes but you know what I mean (laughs) yeah like they're both (laughs) separated and um and yeah so I was just I I was loving life on both of them but completely different and I enjoyed both of them to the max
0: amazing and and if you could go on a third one would you or is, is is that the full stop
1: now, I don't know if my liver can take another year. <laughs>
0: right. I mean, you were you were like party animal central, weren't you? To be fair.
1: Right. Let's get. let not get this twisted. Sorry. Um, my I, bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I. You know what? I said after my first one that I wouldn't do a second one, and then the opportunity came, and I did it. I try not to never say never to things. I always like to be open to, you know, whether it's the same opportunity or a different opportunity. I mean, if someone turned around to me and said, look, you can come back and do a programme. Of course, I'd definitely think about it. Whether I do it or not, I'm not sure. But the temptation, you would. But at the same time, I like to... Sometimes I like to think there's so many people out there. Like, I know I did a second programme. But there's so many people that want to have that experience to do it, and I don't know. I just I feel like I'm at an age now because you know how old I am. It's <laughs> I want to let people um, who are a little bit younger now to do do the programs. I, I think. think
0: I think that's a really nice way of putting it. And like you said, if the if the opportunity came up, um, like there's always these rumors, isn't there? Like, oh, there's going to be a six month program or like they're just doing like returners or they're just doing new people. Like there's, there's always a new rumor. And like, I think the best way to do it is just to play it by ear. And I think that way you're not, you're not doing it because you feel like you have to go on a second program. You're doing it completely because you want to. Cause I do think there is, when you leave, there's this sort of thing where you're just like, Oh, I really, like I'm going to go back because obviously you can earn some good money and you want to do it all over again. But I think, rather than pre-planning it if it feels right you're gonna do it
1: exactly you need to uh, like you need to evaluate where you are in your life when i got the opportunity to do a second one i didn't really have anything like not that anything was going through but there was nothing that i had at home that i needed to stay for i didn't have a mortgage i you know didn't have to pay for bills and stuff like that i was not i was at a stage where i could just i could go and do it and i was still in my 20s almost
0: carelessly right
1: yeah so obviously people say they want to do a second one but then after a couple of years of coming home you might end up having a really really good job or you might have met someone that you're going to settle down with like you just you don't know that's why i always say never close the doors on things and uh you know see what see what's around the corner
0: definitely well um we're going to touch more on um meeting that special someone after uh, this the short break so keep brunching for now guys we'll be back shortly Um, After that short break, I have been thinking of a random question to ask Joey. Now, he's had no warning about this question. It's nothing too savage today, but um, Um, I want to know know the honest answer, okay, Joey? Okay, I'm honest. I'm always honest. Tell me. Okay, let's go for it. What is your biggest fear? (gasps) (sighs) (laughs) Absolute biggest. Like, and I'm not talking, like... Snakes and spiders. I'm talking about like your biggest fear of all time. Unless snakes and spiders seriously are then you can say that. But okay. Do you do you know this? Do you no, I don't. Know the no, is? I
1: don't. No, oh, you don't. No. Oh, no. Okay. And I promise you, it, it, it is. I mean, things like I'm a bit claustrophobic and stuff. My biggest fear is um chickens.
0: Chickens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this is why I thought you knew because you were trying to stitch me up, no, Bradley. This is what know. it is.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, explain. I need to know. I need to know about this.
1: All right. Okay. So, setting the scene for you, we're on farm, and I'm about like seven, eight years old. I'm on a seesaw. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Up, down. What? And then out of nowhere, <laughs> I'm on this farm. Obviously, they let chickens and that roam around for free. This chicken comes out of a bush. Jumps on my seesaw, I fall off the seesaw, and then the chicken chases me. And then from uh, since then, I'm pretty sure that is the reason why I've got a phobia of them. Um, oh and from that, god, I can't oh go. God. Even now, as an adult, I, I, if there was a chicken in my room right now, I would pass out. <laughs> I literally, I, I can't breathe. I, I I, vent, I can't get my air in. I can't. Oh my god! Thinking about it, my heart is pasting. So that actually, I is... tell you, I tell you something. So it's um. I was, I was a teaching assistant um, way back when I first started to think about being a teacher and we went to a wildlife farm. So obviously when you're in primary school, you get put with a different teacher to walk around with in like groups of five or whatever it is. And they're all like, oh yeah, I'm in Mr. Curran's group. Yeah, oh my God, yeah, whatever. So we're walking around and I didn't know that they let chickens walk about. And we went around this corner to go to where the lions were and this chicken was there. And I didn't know what to do. I started to slowly back up. The kids were like, "Are you okay?" I said, "I said just stay there." And I legged it. I, oh I literally my ran. God. And then these five kids like Miss Curran, and then one of the other teachers there. I was like, "Can you take my kids, please? I need to go in the gift shop." <laughs> and then I had to just, I couldn't. So the rest of the day, I just sat in the cast with a cup of tea because I couldn't go. No one told me about this, but yeah. Birds, but chickens. I mean, God forbid I meet an ostrich, Bradley. Oh, I will. God.
0: Yeah, that would be... Because yeah.
1: they do look like
0: big chickens, don't they, really? Well, when I watch
1: I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, that would be the task that I would actually have to say, <laughs> I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. Like, out of all the other ones with snakes and eating stuff, standing in a thing with an ostrich, nah.
0: Really? Don't drop me out. That would drop me out. <laughs> That is, yeah, I mean I wasn't expecting that as a fear, but it's I mean it's a great one. We used to I used to have pet chickens when I was younger. Um and yeah, I know right. Worst decision that my parents have made. Um and yeah, we I ha- it was I think I I must have wanted them because they made me clean out this chicken coop. We had two of them, they were called Summer and Rosie. Um, such original names for chickens, and yeah, uh, it, sounds, it sounds like your grandma's, doesn't it? Am I going to summer? Yeah, I like <laughs> chickens. Go outside with um, your grandma. Yeah, <laughs> and it just honestly, the amount of the amount they poo is just is just disgusting. Like I can because I would clean up the the chicken poo as well. I just couldn't eat eggs because it just was so like uh, <laughs> I mean it's probably uh, not good to talk to you. I was gonna say you're actually gonna be vomit in a second. Um boy, I but God. we actually yeah <laughs> but we um yeah we it got to a point where I just I gave up cleaning I was like in my like mid teens like angry little teenager anyway and uh my dad basically took him back to the place that we got them, and I went to school that day, and I was really upset, even though I didn't want the chickens anymore. I was like, so my, dad <laughs> took, "My dad took Summer and Rosie back to their old home today." This, I'm, I'm saying this like I was a seven-year-old; I was about fifteen. <laughs> 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 Daddy took Summer and Rosie back. To yeah, and she was Banning like, it. "It was last year." It was last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. And um, I remember, I remember her looking at me, and like I told her they were chickens, and she was like. You know that they've gone to the slaughterhouse, don't you? And I cried the entire day. <laughs> so, oh. savage. so savage. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, that is. But I tell you what, two less chickens for me to worry about.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, Sol's vegetarians. You might eat Nando's, but you don't like them chickens.
1: Yeah, sorry, vegetarianos. But them chickens need to be no heartbeat on my plate. <laughs> <I laughs> they the not. chickens I don't mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Put some peri salt on them. Wow, this got dark. I'm a vegetarian right. as well, so I shouldn't be doing it, should I? It's bad. <laughs> Supporting my community.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. Mine we to be fair, start. I
0: I gave you all these like you can't say snakes or anything, and mine is actually snakes. So I'm glad you can't. say oh. interesting. Because that would have been that would have been really that would have been really sad if we both had snakes. I mean I'm yeah, scared. I'm also quite scared of like I, I'm constantly on edge about running out of time to do things. Like I'm constantly thinking, oh my god, like but I don't think that's... Yeah, it's really a fear. It's just a fear of constantly running out of time, which I guess in the end... Yeah, it is a fear. It is a fear. So... But yours is way better. So I'm so glad you gave us that story. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was Everyone's
1: golden. like... Everyone's like, what chickens? Are you joking? <laughs> like, I can't... Like, birds in general, I'm not too... Like, in London, walking to the theatre when there's pigeons on that street. But London pigeons are like... They ain't taking shit from no one. They're, no. they're like, this is, this is my pavement. Do one.
0: So we touched on, um, very very briefly touched on finding that special someone. And uh, for anyone that knows Joey, you probably know that he had a little stint on First Dates. It was before CRP2, right?
1: It was just before, literally a couple of months before.
0: So um, did you, was it the normal hosts and everything on, because it was First Dates Hotel, wasn't it, you were on?
1: It was, it was. But... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was all the same. Same concept of first dates. It was just abroad. Um, Fred was there. All the same waiters were there. Um, because
0: are we? Um, uh, do you know Cece from First Dates? Yes. She. Um, she was in the first film that we made because my dad's. My dad makes films, and uh, she was in the first oh. film before she did First Dates. So then, um, when she was, on uh-huh. first dates, we were like, oh, Cece, and she was a bartender yeah. in as well. So,
1: oh, they. So, well, she was that. She was my server for my date. Oh, was she? She was.
0: No way, she's lovely. Well, at least I think she's lovely. So I hope I Yeah, hope no, she,
1: she was. Great. She was really nice. She yeah. was really nice. but well, so, she
0: was nice to me. <laughs> so run us through um run us through the experience. I want to hear everything. I don't like I said said to you before that's cool. I don't even know apart from like the video that that we've all seen. Like I and I'll I'll post the video and the in the link to this uh <laughs> podcast <laughs> in case anyone wants to see it, you know. Um You know
1: yeah, I'll, I'll run you down on it. I mean, my mum was watching it the other day. She's like, "I haven't seen it since it first came out," so she is <laughs> on chump. She's going on four OD. Amazing. It but, um, no, it's. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't like. I not like to talk about it, Bradley. That was on first dates. I never mention it. You're
0: so <laughs> humble, <laughs> Joey.
1: Such a humble. So guy. humble. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't use that line. Um, we. Um, no, it was. Um, I applied. My friend actually, Holly, applied for me uh online she wrote in as me. So I didn't know at all until I got a phone call um from one of the um researchers of First Dates and they were like blah blah um your friend Holly's so we had a chat on the phone and we had kind of like a phone interview um and yeah and it just kind of went from there really they called me into their London um office, uh, Channel 4 office, uh, went into there, had a chat with another um researcher who then gave it to their producer and then that was it really then after that I started doing the whole process of going through they had um they had this like little office in like I think it was like North London way um which is where you do your first interview so when you watch First Dates and there's someone sitting in a chair and then there's like the big heart behind you that's actually not at the restaurant or anywhere that's just in some random like little I guess that might office,
0: yeah, I guess office. that
1: might be the case. Yeah, so one of the producers obviously sits at the camera and asks you all the questions and then when you go to do the date, they kind of remind you of what you said like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. At oh, that that's place. good though, so that's good they of...
0: give you that that like that heads up about like, you know you said all this stuff, so you can't not say that now <laughs> in case you forget. Exactly.
1: So that's how they do the back to you on the date and you sitting at the chair with right. the half. So like obviously if I said something like, Oh yeah, I love I don't know, whatever it was. Um, and then they can go back to me actually saying that on the thing. So anyway, we've done that interview. And then after um, after that, you kind of have a phone call with like a psychologist, um, which is like, you know, really weird, um, just to make sure you're okay as a person. Because um, obviously it's going out to the public and they're just, you know, people can say some horrible things yeah. uh, to people on TV and they're just making sure, you know, like that you'd be okay with all that kind of stuff and if you're in a good place for that which was like lovely of them like they're looking after you kind of thing um yeah and then so i had that done then the next thing i was put on a flight um i got told where to be at what time what flight i was getting on i had no idea like there was no one there to take me through i just had to get to gatwick airport wow. and get on this flight and obviously there were other people from the show on there but we didn't know each other um obviously you you're kept so distant from your date um so i was put in obviously i i was i was with all the boys uh on one plane and we kind of met once we got off because we all had to get the same uh, minivan over to the hotel right. yeah. and then all the girls plus my date was on a different plane that flew in um about a couple of hours behind us uh
0: that's quite yeah, nice so to they- know that they actually do they sh- like ship you out separately so that there isn't that chance of seeing each other before you actually see them for the first time
1: That everybody the first time you see them whether it's the London one or the abroad one when you see that reaction on tv that is your first time that is the first time anyone sees their date that's amazing like they keep it so like everyone's got everyone has their own runner which kind of is your person you go to who like takes you around the hotel to make sure your date's not out of their room at that same time um or they're not at the pool at the same time that you want to go to the pool do you know what I mean so they kind of work like that yeah so it's really interesting. It was really, really good. Um, and then uh, uh, the next day uh, I had my date, and then you go back and you stay in the hotel another night, and then you go home the next day. So you're there for like two nights, I think it was. Okay. Three days. Yeah.
0: And and I'm guessing. I'm guessing you got catered when for when yeah, I
1: everything. Yeah, got catered for. Um, and you. <laughs> they gave us an allowance because we were abroad. So I think they gave us like 50 euros a day. So I had 150 euros from them to spend on okay. what I wanted. Um, yeah. but I just saved it for my date.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us like about the guy that you, that you dated. Did any, did any, was there any blossoming romances there or? Um, I would love to tell you that I'm still with him, but <laughs> <unfortunately, Aww. laughs>
1: it it didn't work out. I, um, I feel like when they ask you what you're looking for, I maybe should have been a bit more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know what I mean? Like a bit specific? more specific. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Like, I think I was a bit, like I said, a couple of things. Um, but yeah, I think we just, I asked, like, to be fair to them, I I'd asked if like to go with someone that kind of wasn't in the theatre industry. Yeah. To have someone that's kind of out of that, but they put me with a dancer. So I was a bit like, oh. And then we kind of figured out on the date, they didn't show it on the TV that we kind of knew mutual people. Um, oh, really? Yeah, which was a bit not, And, you know, I'm just, I'm not really that, I don't know, I just I don't find it. Yeah, it didn't click. It didn't, click. In, it didn't in, click. Yeah, didn't click. And it was just a bit, you know, I, I really enjoyed myself, but he uh, really didn't enjoy himself. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> uh, really? that yeah.
1: Awesome. Uh, I mean, the thing is, I was really new to, like, dating and, you know, I hadn't really dated many people before. I'd never had a boyfriend before. I'd obviously, like, been going through coming out and stuff. Yeah. Um. So this, I kind of really threw myself in the deep end and been like, look, I, I always felt like, oh, you're, not, like, you can't be with anyone, like, you're not, nothing special, blah, blah, blah. And then I went on first dates and was like, my friend was like, just go, just do it. So it's like my proper kind of first real kind of experience in that kind of thing. And even though like he didn't want to see me and which is absolutely fine. um, It really was an experience for myself that I would, that I don't regret. I felt like I came out of that a completely different person. I think it gave me that. Yeah. It gave me such a confidence boost and just made me, you know, uh, Being a bit more open to going on dates and not caring what people think about you I mean it really did it did help me grow so much that program they they were so nice to me and I had such a good experience um so if anyone is thinking of going on first dates I would definitely recommend it even yes. if you don't get on with your day it's so much fun it is fun
0: no um, i mean the whole the whole thing sounds great and like i i don't know anyone else that's been on first date so it so it's nice to know that it's actually there are positive because obviously reality tv especially with what's gone on with love island over the last few years and um yeah like, there's there's so much bad press about reality tv but it's nice that actually it was a really positive experience for you and like you said it's, it actually doesn't matter if you came out of it and didn't Didn't end up seeing this guy ever again. Like it's not. That's that's not even really. You you don't go on reality TV and think, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna find the love of my life, do you? But um, if it happens, it happens. But I think more so the more so the experience is just. It's really great what come out of it for you. Absolutely, it's it's such a positive
1: experience, and I mean, I'd do it again if I could, but I can't because I'm in a relationship. But
0: (laughs) I didn't even know that. Congrats. Oh, thanks,
1: Bradley. That's all right just you know a little casual um no 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 he's lovely, he's lovely. i was gonna say Kev, um, what you're saying casual <laughs> i know i know he's gonna say, he'll, he'll listen to this and he'll be like uh excuse me rude no so, no we've been we've been together about five months and it's going really really well um, he's a lovely 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 guy um but yeah it's it was so good they're so good to you the first dates team and um, they check on you after the day they rung me when i got home they rung me the day before my um, episode was shown like four months later. They rang me afterwards the next day to make sure I was okay.
0: Wow, um, so, good. so
1: they were they were all really good. And like they said at the beginning, we're not like yes, it's a reality show, but we really are here to try and find you love. Like they they are really trying to do that. Um, that's why they ask so many questions and they really want it to go well. They're not doing it to set anyone up in a bad light or you know, unless the people that are going on it. There are some. Oh yeah. that go on first dates and they, they're just 100%. cocky as shit and just like yeah I'm amazing but that's you as a person but they don't they don't edit anything to make you uh, in a bad way kind of thing. So, so good. Um,
0: Well, that's really, yeah, really reassuring. It, it. I'm sure like anyone listens to this will actually be really happy to hear it. Cause obviously it's such a popular show still. And um, I think it's, it is really reassuring to hear that actually, you know what, it was a good time. It wasn't, it's not all, it's not all like doom and gloom when it comes to being on reality TV. No. And that's
1: the thing. It's that they, I think it does so well because they're really trying to find people like perfect matches and they just let you be like they didn't give me any direction they didn't tell me what to say really like apart from the stuff that i said in my interview to kind of include but they never told me you know how to be when he came in what to say anything like that they just let it organically happen and the cameras are so small in the restaurant they're like little tiny sensors in corners you of the don't even know they're
0: there.
1: that you forget they're there people think it's a cameraman sitting at the table some or some people do and they're like, why would you say that when you're on camera? But you completely forget because you can't see the cameras. They must so be amazing cameras say. because
0: it does look, to be fair, it does look super close, doesn't it? Like the they're so
1: good. They're like the little cameras that are on Love Island. They're like tiny little yeah. things that are dotted about, and you just forget. And because there is no one there apart from people sitting in a restaurant and servers, people do say stupid stuff because you forget you answer, and that's what makes the TV so funny. When yeah, like, like I said a I said a few embarrassing things. Um, <laughs> And generally because I forgot what am uh, not because I forgot it was on TV, I was just being myself and you know. But um yeah, if you want to see me make um, some mistakes, feel free to go watch it.
0: Go and watch That's it.
1: Embarrassing. So embarrassing.
0: My um my friend, actually I'm not gonna say her name just in case she doesn't want me to to reveal who she was because she is quite embarrassed about this. But she went on a show called um Love at First Kiss. Have you heard of that before? No, I haven't. You basically—it's an American show—and you basically go into um, a room, and there's a guy standing there, and you—the girl goes in and kisses him, and then she walks out, and then the second round is the girl goes and sits in a room if she wants to go on a date with the guy, and if the guy wants to go on a second date, then he comes and they have like a ninety-second speed date. But the first—the the whole point is that like. You, the, you don't talk to each other you just a girl walks into a room you kiss I'm about to say, and honestly some of the i only i think i only got one season to be fair unsurprisingly I, I'm, um, <laughs> I'm not
1: surprised yeah
0: but like that sort of show is and she like like i said i'm not gonna reveal who she is but she also agrees that like that that is like trash of reality tv isn't it that is when it when it comes down to it like as much as it's entertaining as hell, and that's why I love, I love watching that sort of stuff. Like, I watch that stuff all day. Um, it's still, again, just to reiterate how great it is that reality TV is, like, really paying attention to how ethical we should be when it comes to actual human beings.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, Absolutely. So the next thing I wanted to touch on... Um, firstly, I didn't ask you how your brunch is. How's that, how's that um, burrito? Is it all gone? Is it...
1: Bradley, that went ages ago. Did it? <laughs> we that, that went well ages ago. I was literally, I've been munching and crunching on that. That is gone. Good. And yeah, I filled up a new glass of Prosecco. So that's that's the important thing. But no, it's lovely. To Thank you. That. How was yours?
0: Yeah, it was really, do you know what? I was a bit, I, I get worried about, um think, like cakey sorts sort of things when I cook them because... Mm. I just, I've I always undercook everything when it comes to, I'm, I'm not, I'm not an awful cook to be honest, but it just <laughs> is that when it comes to baking stuff or like making pancakes and crumpets and things like that, Not I've never made crumpets before to be fair, but um, it just, they just something someone comes up like, too doughy and then you eat it and you just like oh, someone's like is that good and you're like mm-hmm, this all stuck to the roof of my mouth that is great. Oh, but no it was actually enough. really good yeah. so so it was it was tasty and oh, I good, definitely good. I recommend the the ricotta on it was fantastic so.
1: oh nice no, no no soggy bottoms
0: no <laughs> no soggy bottoms exactly. Cheers, so yeah, the next thing I wanted to touch on was something that um, we've both uh, been on a journey with, and that is um, our fitness and weight loss journeys. Now, just to fill anyone in that doesn't know me personally or doesn't know about um, my weight loss journey, when I so I, when I left for Florida in 2017, I was still quite overweight. I was like when it comes down to official um, like numbers and BMIs and all that jazz. I was about fourteen stone. I don't know things in kilograms, so I'm speaking in stones and pounds. So I'm sorry if you're going to speak in kilograms, but I was about fourteen stone, ten, I'd say. So I mean, I'm I'm medium tall. I'm like six foot. So it didn't. It like I've always been quite stocky. Like my um, the structure of my body is is quite wide. So it didn't. I didn't, never looked too. Big when I looked at myself. Um, then I yeah, when I worked to Disney World, went on a week-long cruise at the end of my programme and came back at 17 stone 10. So I put on three stone on my program, um, which is what is that? 28, 36, no, 46 pounds, something like that, and over 40 pounds, which is crazy. And the weirdest part is like looking, obviously the cruise was that I did was right at the end of my programme. And I do not remember looking at myself thinking you are very unhealthy. I do. I'll be honest. I do remember feeling like walking around and like sweating, like, and feeling like out of breath all the time and just completely unhealthy. But since then, um, I would say, so I got back in September. Um, I, It took me till about December to realise, hang on a second, something's not right here. And within that year, so up until December just gone, so 2018 to 2019, I'd lost about about three and a half stone. So I was down to the 14s and now I'm at, I sit at around 12, 13 to like 13 too. So I've lost nearly five stone in a year and a half. And I mean, it has been, it's been so, so rough because once you've and i'm sure i'm i'm going to let you talk in a second because i i i, I want to hear your story and i want everyone to hear your story as well but i um once you've got that unhealthy relationship with food it is so beyond difficult to to get past that and you do, the thing is you i think it's a it's a vicious mental cycle when it comes down to weight and fitness because you you eat to make yourself happy then you get sad and then you think oh I shouldn't be sad I should just be enjoying myself then you eat again and then it just is that vicious cycle all the time Um, one thing that did really help me was I didn't do I didn't do any fad diets I didn't um I like there was nothing that I did that wasn't completely natural um other than I, I did become a vegetarian which I mean doesn't necessarily mean anything um other than the fact that I was like paying attention a lot to the food that I was eating because I had to put more effort into thinking okay is has this got any meat content in it so I guess that did help in that sense but um I didn't eat any like powder or anything like that um and I I, the other thing I did was put a lot of focus onto running and um at first I could just about run one kilometer in about I would say that would take me about 18 minutes. And now I am um, I run 5K four or five times a week. Um, obviously, that didn't happen overnight. That was also something that I really had to mentally prepare myself for, that I wanted to get to that point. And realizing that it is literally just your head telling you you can't do it. And now I'm on type 10K and everything. So it's been such a crazy journey for me. Um, and here I am eating crumpets, ricotta and summer berries now. <laughs> <and> <laughs> but I feel, like, I feel like I deserve it. So, what, so what's your story, no. Joey? No, Bradley, you deserve it. You've done exactly. so, so well. Exactly. So
1: well. And also it's <laughs> lockdown. We can't be doing oh, yeah.
0: crazy exactly. diets
1: during lockdown. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? I've always said that. I say that. I'm like, I'm not doing it during lockdown. But no, it's so good. I, I mean, when I saw you in February, I was like, you look amazing. Not that you didn't look amazing before, but I could tell that you've worked hard. Yeah. Being from, like, I'm a, I'm a gym instructor now as well. So I knew, obviously how how you look before and how you look now and i just yeah. knew how hard you'd worked and i just you know it, sometimes when people work that hard they need it's nice to hear it from people oh, even though you're like say? oh shut up hold oh, down, yeah oh, oh my no, god the, it's nothing
0: the amount of times i've said to my mom i wish people would stop saying to me i've lost weight <laughs> you know like inside you're like say it to me Isn't all it you crazy? want like, it's 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 it Isn't really it crazy is, you, you work so hard for for that moment and that you that you finally feel so much better in yourself and I think it is it's so nice and I would do the same like if like even if I see even if I see someone trying like it doesn't matter like it takes so much to get past that first initial stage of trying to lose weight and get healthy oh, and I think just that that like those few words of encouragement are just so nice to hear
1: absolutely I do it when I'm driving my car and I see people running I'll give them a little bib. like
0: yeah, I do a little go
1: on. <laughs> I, just, I mean, they're probably like, who is this bibbing me? I'm trying, oh, they can't hear <laughs> me because they've got headphones in. But I always I think my car go, that's you go, girl, you get that running. Oh, like, yeah, you know, really. I just I just think it's so nice. I mean, I, it was the same kind of journey for me as well. Um, I'll, I'll go from the beginning, then I'll get yeah, to where I am. Do, it's kind of it. like, um, so I started, I just just started eating really bad. Obviously, it come from bullying at school yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, you kind of eat your feelings. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I was kind of dealing with coming out as gay and stuff. So that obviously... And then I just, you know, wanted to hide inside myself and, yeah. you know, not be... I, believe it or not, even though I am I like to think I'm the life and soul of the pie, I'm probably just really annoying. But... <laughs> <so> <laughs> no. Back then, back then, it was... Um, I just wouldn't go out. I, I didn't want to see people... Um, and I ended up putting on loads of weight. I started to learn how to drive, so that would be drive-throughs all the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was a very lonely stage of my life, and the biggest I got up to was about 18 stone one, um, w- you know, which is not good for, for like, a 19-year-old. No. Um, and then, you know, every, like, mum, dad, or people would be like, like, oh, should we try and lose some weight? And I think personally, losing weight is only a choice when someone, when that person wants, them, wants to do it. You can't, you can't make someone lose weight. You can try to lose weight and you might be like, oh, I'm not losing anything. It's not until the time you think, like something clicks in your head and goes, I'm doing this now. Yeah. And then that's when it happens. That is when it happens. And just because to, I tried just to, lose to weight
0: there as well, I just want to add that for anyone that's listening to this, uh, it does not it it does not encourage anyone to fat shame them either and make them feel bad for how big they are. In my opinion, that does, saying to someone, you're too big, you need to lose weight, does not help at all.
1: It does not help at all. I mean, I got that a lot, you know, and I think that's kind of left a mental scar in, in my head because yeah. now... Now, even though I'm down to the weight I am, I'm about 13, 12, well, yeah, end of 12, beginning of 13 stone, yeah. down from 18 stone, which is a big, you know, a big, a big weight loss. But I look in the mirror and I still see a really fat person like my boyfriend, love him. He's just, he thinks, obviously, obviously, as, as partners should, think that you're amazing. And yeah. I feel bad that I can't see what he sees and i really try and tell myself that i i look good but i think it's from being you know 19 and people say Oh like even 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 like family and friends being like oh you've like you're quite big and you're like you know them kind of words and saying like oh if you tried doing this you laugh it off at the time but it's um well, to, them, to them to them it's a
0: throwaway comment it might not be malicious in their in no their, like, no purpose, they didn't mean it horribly but, but i I've, I've experienced the same to, but it actually sits with you for way far like like the whole being bullied for like liking theater and stuff when you're younger and putting those bad connotations towards being gay and um like all all that stuff it's the same thing when it comes to food and to weight like it's it's you're not helping by making it clear. To, I I know I'm fat. I know I'm, I know I'm unhealthy. You, you making me aware of that is not helping at all. I just want to go no, and eat a burger exactly. now basically.
1: Yeah. Basically now I feel like shit. And like you said, they're not, obviously my friends and family that said it, they weren't saying it in a nasty no. way. They weren't doing it horribly. They were just, you know, just trying to talk about it and say maybe I should think about losing weight. And it, and it's just stuff like that like you know everyone knows that 's a bigger person or was a big person or you know maybe has put on some weight. you know in yourself you don 't need other people to tell you whether they say it nicely or horribly, but anyway we I mean that could go on to a whole different conversation yeah, but yeah, yeah. um um it, so yeah, so one day I was in a show I was doing um I was doing a amateur production of high school musical. And I was in that, and in one of the scenes that I was in, I was doing a scene um, with my friend, Georgia, and my chair broke on stage. Um, like, the legs just went, and I, I mean, people laugh, and I, I laugh, I, I, I laugh now, it is funny, you're allowed to laugh, people listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> the chair, like, snapped, both legs went either way, all the legs just snapped, and I just oh, ended up God. clonk on the floor in front of like, you know, 500, 600 oh, people. Oh, this wasn't a rehearsal, this was. This, was,
0: this was the show
1: this was the show, Bradley, I oh know, tell me about it. So you can imagine, I then hear laughing in the audience, um, Georgia, who I'm doing the scene with, is trying to like, trying to get me out of the situation by oh ad-libbing, God, no. and I'm just mortified, and I'm just like, what do I do? So I just get out of the scene by asking uh, the teacher, the lady who's playing Pistavis from Halsky Musical, asking if I could go see the nurse. I was just, I was like, I need to get off this stage. I was like, can I go see the nurse, please? I think I've hurt my lip Like, and I just walked off stage, absolute
0: mortified. I mean, great so, improvisation skills. You are welcome.
1: welcome <laughs> I mean, I should have won a Tony Award for that, but you 100%. know, whatever. And, but uh, I got off stage and then from then on, whenever I'd done shows, I was just worried about sitting on chairs. And I think that was, the, that was literally the day when I was like, I need to lose weight. That is was triggered me to do it and i said to my mum, and my mum was like well let's go weight watchers together i'd done weight watchers for about two years because i had no clue about dieting i didn't know yeah. what to do what to eat and i always think weight watching the Slinger world are a good place to start if you want to go yeah want to go to, a,
0: yeah.
1: wanna go to a di- i mean i don't recommend like fad diets or, or juices or you know all that kind of stuff because they're a quick fix um, but at it's least weight Watchers and, and no weight Watchers and the Slinger world you get to know food you get to write it down you see what you're eating. And through Weight Watchers, I lost about three stone. Um, so that took me down to That's around amazing. 15 stone. And then from then, I started going to the gym and found a love for gym, found a love for group exercise. I met a couple of friends there. Um, so when I was in my early 20s, and I I wasn't a fan of going to the gym, but I started to learn about classes that they do. And I fell in love with group exercise. So spinning, um, aerobics, um, like body pump, boxercise. All that kind of stuff where it's like, you've got an instructor, you've got a set hour, you're going to do your workout, and then you're done, or you can stay for the second class, whatever. Um And then, yeah, and then my love for fitness just grew from there. I mean, I used to be the kid that got my mum to write a letter to get out of PE in secondary yeah. school. I never once done it, and now I'm a fitness instructor and I teach, like, 15 classes a week of everything. Um So, that yeah, so from there that. I started doing exercise yeah started to lose my weight and then I got down to like where I wanted to be around 13 stone mark um for like obviously my height and stuff it's a good size to be yeah and uh yeah that was that was pretty much my journey to be fair obviously I put weight on, on my crp
0: oh um, yeah we all do I, <laughs> right <laughs> I
1: mean I mean it was inevitable, inevitably gonna happen but I um I just knew what to do when I got home I was like no enjoy my year I yeah. did go to the gym in Florida and stuff and do some bits um So I kind of, I didn't put on too much as I did in my first programme, but, you know, I got it back off once I got home after like six to ten months. And
0: yeah, obviously you've got to enjoy life as well. I think what you were saying about um, like Weight Watchers and Slimming World allowing you to like gain an insight into the, the way that you should like, Appreciate food and work out what you should eat and what you shouldn't. Eat. Not even what you shouldn't eat, but you know what I mean. Like what? When's the right time to eat those things? Um, I think Absolutely. that. All, I think that all comes down to routine. And there, I mean, what in lockdown? I mean my weight fluctuates so much anyway like I I jump up and down all the time and that is probably because one minute I'm like oh, I'm going to drink a few bottles of wine this weekend and then the next, and then the next day I'm like okay I'm not going to drink for a couple of weeks um that really happens yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I but tell yeah. myself I'm going to do that but that never happens yeah where's the what's the fun in that right it's 26 no. degrees this weekend so so getting all that drink out but don't um, be worried. <laughs> but yeah so uh, what i was saying was that we once you once you know how to how your body and your mind works with food, and you've worked out that relationship, I do think you can jump back in. you got there's going to be times where you slip up with it, but it's so it's so interesting to know that you had that one moment that was like that turning point for you, and you thought, you know what, this is it. This is this is the time to turn things around. Yeah. And I think
1: I think people do have that moment it doesn't have to be as extreme as my one was but it might be you go to a shop and this you know an item of clothing that you really want and they just you just can't fit into the size they have or you know it might be something really small but I really do think it is something that triggers you to make you want to do it and like like dieting doesn't have to be for like I tell my clients this you don't have to hate life being on a diet like I would I would never ever say to my clients to to be miserable because that is not what life's about. You should be going out, enjoying it, feeling your sexy self yeah. and not giving a shit what people think. And I totally, hundred percent, am and down for stuff like that. Obviously, you diet. You know, watch what you're eating. Have a bit of everything. Treat yourself. It's it's okay to have a treat. Um, it's just don't beat yourself up about having something. And then and then it spirals out of control. Like, you've had it. Like, if you were going to be good one day and you end up having two biscuits, don't then sit and think about the two biscuits and then beat yourself up and then end up having something else instead. Have it next day, move on, start fresh. It's not going to happen overnight. But also, at the same time, nice for living. And you've got to have some fun as well. So it's, all about, it's about finding the balance. And like you said, routine is is always a good thing. Routine helps me so much knowing that I'm going to exercise at this time. Then I've got this, then I've got this, you know, it's just uh, having that plan of the diet.
0: Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think anyone, anyone that's like, listen to this podcast, I think it will be like really inspired by everything you've just said. And I think it is really a case. We've all done it. And I'm sure you've done it as well. Even like now, like you do have those moments where you beat yourself up, bitch, running yourself, no, you know what? Tomorrow is a new day. It's fine. I'm allowed to treat myself from a human being and, like... Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, we all have them days where we look in the mirror. Like, everybody. There is not one person on this earth that thinks they are perfect. I can promise you that on my heart. That there is, like, you may think that they are perfect, but they are sitting there and they are thinking, oh, my God, um, you know, I, I need to do this. I need to do that. And it's okay that some days you look in the mirror and you think, oh, my God, I... I You know, I feel like maybe i put on a bit of weight or this. Just, you need to, it's so hard to kind of let go of that and just ignore them kind of negative things. I try and look at myself in the mirror and say one positive thing in the morning about myself. Sometimes I've said the same thing a few times, (laughs) but, um, you know, and that that takes a lot. Like someone stood me in front of the mirror and was like, tell me what you like about yourself. And it's horrible. Like sometimes you don't want to do that. at the same time we're only on this we're only here once yeah and it's so true it is and it's not the fact that to be muscly or be really slim is a healthy thing it's about your inside as well like I haven't got the perfect body like I've lost a lot of weight but I'm not ripped with uh, like loads of abs and stuff but I know my insides like my heart is healthy and i've got a good uh, like a recovery time after exercise, and I know that I can do a lot of aerobics and and that kind of stuff and and, and I'm healthy like that in that way um, but I just it's just horrible with the stuff you see online and in papers about what you should look like, but I just would tell them to fuck off, yeah. and everyone is different, and you you look amazing if you listening to this now, you are amazing you look fierce you look hot don't let anyone ever tell you you don't because you do and you treat yourself to that glass of wine this
0: weekend all right because you deserve it cheers Cheers to to that that. Uh, on that note you have been um super productive with your instagram uh while we've been in lockdown haven't you so phyllis and what's been going on there was that something you were doing before or just started during lockdown um yeah it's
1: something i started in lockdown um you know I've started to do fitness. So I know some of you thought, you know, I was you know, doing other things, but no, it is fitness. I promise. <laughs> um, it's, um, I haven't started in that- I haven't started an OnlyFans or anything like that. Not yet. Um, it, it,
0: it, if we get, if the theatre's closed down. We'll blame it on Delphont Macintosh and and, um, and all them lot. You know. Exactly. Exactly. If I need to start, you know. No, we won't get into that. No.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can go. I no, no, no. Because no. is no, ah, okay, okay. It is anyway. Um, <laughs> so, no, I've started. Um, I've started doing fitness um, on my Instagram. Obviously, it's uh, my my main job that I do, and I know a few people from my gym were asking if I was going to do something and I thought I, it was about two weeks into lockdown. So like mid end end of March, beginning of April that I decided to do um, some fitness classes online. They're free. I didn't feel like I wanted to charge people because it's hard enough times as it is um, with money and stuff. And I thought I'm going to do the exercise anyway, whether there's people watching me on Instagram or not. Yeah. So I'm always going to do an exercise six, five to six times a week. So I invited people to come and do it with me. There was no skin off my back, and um, yeah, it went down really well. I started a new Instagram page from my, you know, my my own everyday life one, and made a fitness one as well. And I just thought it'd be good to do something a little different. So it is the kind of all over um, hit training, like an all body workout with your own body weight um but I do a different theme each time so um we've had like so one one day we've had um like a little mix workout one day we've had uh, boy bands uh, one day we've had um garage a garage theme like an old school garage and then we've had like a hip-hop theme so I kind of have different music each time and I love music like if I could be a DJ I would love to be a <laughs> DJ um so I kind of get my favourite tunes to get us pumping, and it, even though we're doing the same kind of exercise, and the same kind of layout, it makes it different because we've got yeah. that different theme to look forward to, um, like we, we even had a musicals one a couple of weeks ago, um, where we were doing it to like, um, and Juliet and Six, and you know, Hairspray and stuff, so it kind of, I do a genres for like every, every type um, of, of music genres there is out there, for, to kind of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for I can't remember whatever it is anyway to the, what
0: anyone every, like yeah every, every taste basically
1: every taste is catered for yeah um, and, and and yeah so it's really exciting and Friday mornings we do an aerobic class and then the other ones are like the hit training with the different things um, so yeah I started that beginning of April and they've been running stints and they've been to, they've been doing really well like been getting some nice comments and it's nice to you know encourage people I shout at you through the The screen while I'm sweating and dripping, like I'm not an instructor. There's a couple like there's instructors out there and personal trainers that will do it and they'll stand and just watch you or they'll tell you what to do and stand and watch. I think that's
0: that's the encouraging thing is that knowing that you are like right at that moment you are doing the exact same thing as they are. You're going through the same like pain and the same like. I am
1: exactly. I am with you and we like in like we have like little like forty second minute breaks. In between different rounds and we have a dance and we like you know do some twerking I like well, i try and make <laughs> exercise fun because that's how i learned to love exercise exercise doesn't have to be a chore that you go to the gym and you're like oh like i recommend classes and especially when you have like there's loads of really good instructors out there at some gyms that just make you want to go back and i had some of them when i started and i was like i want to be like that, I want to go to someone's class. I want them to come to my class and be like, we are going to have fun. Yeah. We're not going to take ourselves too seriously and think at the end of the hour, I've just done an hour's exercise. Yeah, it was tough, like halfway through near the end, but I enjoyed it. Like, I want people to pull up to the gym and be like, we're going to have a fun hour now. Yeah. Like, exercise doesn't have to be a, a traumatic
0: a, hour. A tra- like, yeah.
1: Yeah. You've got to come out of like a so, uh, war
0: zone, you come out and no, you come out of, like and had a, had a good time.
1: Exactly. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. And, I, and I've kind of brought what I do at my gym where I work to my home and we play good music. We have some fun. Yes, we sweat a lot. And I'm right there with you. Like, I'm doing it as well. I'm still on my fitness journey. And um, I think people kind of like, like, I like that because one of the instructors that I had when I was younger and started going, they had a fitness journey. So they knew what I was going through. When you sometimes, not that I've got anything against these instructors or personal trainers, but when you are kind of naturally, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like like you haven't been at a bigger stage or anything, um, it's sometimes hard to relate to people to know what they're going through. So sometimes I can kind of connect with people that are a bit shy because I know how they feel because that's how I was. Not that I make it a massive thing in the class, I wouldn't shout it across the room. No. But like, I might approach them, like, like at the beginning before we start, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I think because people know that I'm doing it with them, and we're having them, um, and I'm like you said, going through the same um, sweat and exhaustion. Yeah, uh, we're going through together because I think sometimes if you're just if an instructor's just standing watching you do it it's not very it's demotivating. motivating
0: almost isn't it like you just you sort you do feel deem- I mean I, whenever I've done any any like per, had personal training sessions or anything and it can just yeah it can sometimes just be like okay I know that you're really fit but can you do this with me because <laughs> I need someone to yeah. feel better without this uh,
1: exactly like you're doing it with me like it just makes it so much better I know like you look amazing personal trainer but like I kind of want you to kind of do it with it that I- as well Exactly. No shade to any personal trainers out there.
0: No, um, no. Like, this is not, this coming, is not a roast session.
1: No, not a roast session. I, I mean, everyone is, is, does their own thing. But just in my, my personal view, um, I just like the instructor to do it with you. So, yeah. Um, well, so basically, that's what we've been doing.
0: <laughs> so, what's the what's the? I mean, I'll put the all your Instagram details in the uh, description. But what is for anyone listening that wants to join in? What is the Instagram handle? Um, so it's Joey dot Fitness
1: ninety twenty twenty. So nine zero two o two o. Yeah, Joey And I'm so, guessing yeah, I'm,
0: I'm guessing that's something you're going to be doing for until until we're back in society. Well, until people can go back to the gym,
1: yeah. um, they can definitely come do it with me for sure. And, uh, and I've got loads of ones that have already saved onto my Instagram, amazing. so even if you can't make it live with me certain days, you can go on, and they're normally in three parts. and you can go pick a theme that you fancy doing. it might be club classics, it might be you know uh, the musicals one or whatever. And uh, so you can go do them at your own time as well. But
0: Yeah. amazing. It's a good time. Well, we'll take a very um, short break once more before we finish up this podcast. Now, this uh, is a very big question yet again. (sighs) Oh dun, my god! Dun, I feel dun. like I'm on, I feel like I'm on like Mastermind <laughs> <type> or <of> something. <laughs> it's not that big, don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so what's what's next, Joey? Uh, I'm asking everyone this question. Everyone's given a very similar answer so far. That who the hell knows? But let's just say that things start to sort themselves out. Um, do you want to continue down the same career path? Are you thinking something brand new? What's going What's what's going on in your head right now about what is next in your life?
1: oh my gosh a question of all questions are so right? it's um, the worst question i know i feel like i'm at like a family dinner and like <laughs> yeah. auntie, auntie sandra's come on So what are you gonna do um and you're like really you're single Sandra? yeah <laughs> go do one love um, no, it's, um i well hopefully um we're obviously looking forward to getting back to work getting back to the gym the theater
0: yeah
1: um and, and then getting back to normal day life, but i mean i'm i'm looking forward to move, i'm gonna hopefully be moving out of my um parents house um which i was looking to do before this happened luckily i didn't go through with anything before before this happened yeah. um otherwise i would be struggling yeah um but uh he'd be charging yeah,
0: so for those um, videos
1: guys <laughs> i would be charging i would be mate i be charging for anything whatever you want i'll do for <laughs> you no honestly my standards are right down there at the moment um, um so aren't they all, pro- all of us on the same boat, <laughs> anyway. um but yeah i so i'm hoping to um start looking for somewhere to, to to move out to um i'll definitely be staying at the gym i'm hoping to um work my way up in in fitness uh whether that's you know still doing some online stuff for the people um, that can't make gyms it'd still be nice for doing a couple of them um but yeah i'm kind of maybe i would like to go down the route of trying to you know make an instagram path of for fitness yeah. and um and for people that have kind of been in my position um i suppose kind of like a joe wixie kind of thing i know that's a big yeah. thing to like to reach for no um, dream big yeah but i think there's um you know i think there's a like there's a little spot for someone like me. I don't think there's many people who are as crazy as I am when we do Punch. workouts and stuff and have got, you know, yeah, the, uh, the background of what I've had and, and, and weight loss journeys and knowing where people are. And obviously sometimes for other like, um, um, LGBTQ plus people uh, sometimes for them finding someone to help them lose weight and stuff is quite daunting going to a gym and, and and you know there's like like big like scary muscly men I'm sure they're not scary they're all lovely I'm all friends with them at my gym but, like, <laughs>
0: but, but I know what you mean when you go when you want into room and when it, you first go in and you,
1: yeah and you want to like talk to someone um so there's kind of that route um but yeah I've kind of maybe looking into into doing that and, and and seeing what comes from that, really. It's worth giving it a try, I guess. Uh, see what happens. Um, if not, uh, I might start might start looking at a different career path, still doing fitness, um, yeah. but maybe start to look somewhere else. And actually get to see my boyfriend would be an absolute dream of mine. I hope so um, that, would, that would be lovely to actually go on like an actual date with him, <laughs> which we haven't done. <laughs> for months and months now um so i i would i think the first thing i'll do is, is treat him to something lovely
0: well, i hope so you know, i hope so for you it's i mean starting like a newish relationship and then all this happening like i know a few people that have been in that position it's just it's just awful literally well, yeah honeymoon period isn't it this, this is the point where you want to be like doing everything like enjoying everything and,
1: i know i know i know and then it was like january february and then oh you can't see each other now for a while oh thanks but,
0: but um, hope for, again hope for, as much as it's cliche hopefully it makes make you stronger what well, doesn't call you makes you stronger right oh
1: kelly kelly Clarkson. Kelly. i'm glad you got that. Um, <laughs> oh i was there don't worry as <laughs> kelly clarkson once said um yeah and apart from that have a night out i think bradley
0: Oh, I know. Not I cannot much. wait. I cannot wait. Like, get me on that dance floor. On the st- I'm going to be on the stage, I'll tell you that for nothing.
1: All right, there better not be a pole because I'll definitely be on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll take turns. <laughs> um, so, one final question, Joey. Um, yeah. If And you can choose anywhere. If you could be brunching anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? Oh. It's hard, it gets harder, doesn't it? Don't worry, this is the last question, I promise. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I hate.
1: Oh, oh my god! Do you know what? There's so many places in in the world I would love to be brunching. Um, to go, I think. Do you know what? I think I'm gonna have to say Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you going out there. Vegas I'm. Yet. I'm going out there to Vegas. I'm. So that's going, definitely a
0: boozy brunch then.
1: Um, is there any other kind of brunch? I don't so know true. if there is. Well, in in my in my book there isn't. But um, <laughs> I think a nice Vegas brunch then go to the pool you know you're going to be guaranteed that hot weather in vegas yeah and um oh my gosh i'm oh not thinking about it now i'm
0: just i know I, can, I've, I do you know i think when i started this podcast i was like that'd be a really good last question to end on and then i'm like every time i ask it, i'm like i want to go i want to go
1: <laughs> yeah i think a bit of a bit of vegas you know a bit of adult disney for me
0: yeah I think. Well, sure. I mean, hopefully we can all get to Vegas soon. Get out of lockdown. Enjoy the 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 good old days. You know.
1: Oh, one hundred
0: percent. Well, um, Joey, like, I can't thank you enough for coming on here, being open, honest, enjoying brunch with me, um, virtually, of course. Um, but yeah, it's like it's so nice to hear, um, hear your story and hear all your like crazy stuff you're doing and uh, i hope we can have a proper brunch when this is all over
1: absolutely you are more than welcome thank you so much for inviting me no worries
0: yeah so have i so have i so um that is brunching with bradley guys thank you so much for joining us don't forget to go and subscribe and um keep on punching i'll see you all soon bye for now